welcome to the Weekly Chatter Live. I'm Joshua. I'm Jason. How you doing? Welcome, welcome. Hey, if this is your first time at the Weekly Chatter Live, um, of course, a big warm up welcome, right? Absolutely. Thanks for being here. Yeah, you have no idea what you're in for. <laughs> yeah. But do we? Uh, maybe little 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 hint, L little hint. Uh, and those of you who are returning, thank you so much and joining us live. It's always good when people join us live. That right? is much more fun when we can do this live and and engage. We love hearing your your stuff in the chat. So make sure you're you're active in in the chat window there, and that gives us it just makes it more fun, doesn't it? Yeah. It, yeah. If if you kind of uh, if you kind of prod us a little bit, we'll we'll perform better for you. So um, yes, joining us live, and if you are chatting, uh, uh, if you are in the members only Facebook group, that's where we are chatting, look, reading your comments. But you know, after the show, we always look at the comments elsewhere because we are broadcasting all around the world, everywhere, everywhere, LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. So um, this is not a private party, but where the party's really at is the members-only Facebook group. Yeah, and I hear more and more of our members uh, when I talk to them. So many people are listening to this on the podcast. Yes, which is cool because uh, you know if you go for a walk, you can listen to us on the podcast. And I know, I know, my wife does that. She she has like a podcast like every day of the week. She has a different podcast that she does. So uh, those of you listening on the podcast, that's awesome. Yeah, and, and if you're walking your dog right now, make sure you have poop bags well, with you. Of course. Yeah. I just feel like maybe we should give people who are listening. Is that a little, yeah, little PSA? Uh, yeah, a, 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 little, a little reminder. Anyway, welcome. We like, to, we like to be silly. We like to have a good time but because it's the, it's the way we kind of wrap up our week. I mean, this, once, once the show's over, I'm done. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not done. Anyway, uh, <laughs> We have got a fun show for you. This is obviously the last show of the year. It's the last one. Mark it off the list. Yeah. Two, this, so two years we've been doing this. Two two full years? Two full years. I made up an anniversary date about a month ago. So. Yeah. Oh, I remember you saying that. but Or no, actually a couple of weeks ago. I guess yeah. I, I, but I, but I can't believe it's been that long. And um, I, I know we have some, some cool things planned for... The weekly chatter next year. I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, don't don't give anything away. I, they already know that I'm really bad at keeping secrets. I know. So, I know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's anyway. So uh, we have uh, a lot to, to do today. We've got um, we're, we're we're gonna get to have a member conversation. You recorded a member conversation. Yeah. Uh, with Kara Brown, one of our members. And uh, that's going to be fun. And if you guys tuned in last week, you saw that Kara like sweeped prizes up. She she it's, did. That, that is one advantage of attending live and, and in the Facebook uh, channel because you never know when there might be a prize opportunity. So yes. Kara was there to strike with the iron's hot. Yes, she did. Um, so, so we're going to talk to, uh, we're going to hear from Kara, and then we're also going to hear from Velma, who's got our revenue numbers, our, our top places for uh, this last week, and um, yeah, then we're going to do some headlines, right? Yep, I got some some interesting things going on to, to talk about, so we'll, we'll cap it off with that. There we go. All right, so we're going to pop over to the comments and see what you guys have to say. Hey, you know, keep us busy in the chat, please, please, please. And you know what? I, I'm just still getting used to um, being in the studio with Jason. So when you see me kind of looking off to the side, it's it's me trying to figure things out. Um, and as always, if you like what you see, give us some emojis. It, it, it definitely kind of prods us on, right? Can you believe we're at the end of 2022? I can't. This year has gone by at times slowly, but in the in retrospect, so quickly. And I don't know if it felt the same for you and for the rest of you out there, but 2022 has gone by so incredibly fast. Um, and at the same time, like we got so much done, you know. And as a network, our members accomplished so much. Um, it was it was a banner year. It was a heck of a year, and so many people, Josh, so many people were were saying, "I'm having my best year." Ever. Ever and isn't, isn't that fun to hear when 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 they when you when you when you hear that because 
I mean, the last normal year was, was 2019, mm-hmm. and that was a banner year. Right. And then, you know, of course, we all know we had a couple of years that were not so hot. Yeah. Um, but what resiliency to kind of go through that, that time and to see so many people saying, my best year ever. Yeah. I think that to me is just, it's very rewarding to, to see and hear. And I'm so happy for, for all those people that that, that was their, their year this year. It was their best year ever. Right. And, and it's in doing the weekly chatter each week, hearing people say, you know, this was my best week. This was my best week. Yeah. And it, they just kept on. It, it, it was the, some of the same people were yeah. saying, this is this was my best week ever. I've done more this year than I've ever done. And it just it just kept on go- growing. And so mm-hmm. many people uh, moved into full time. Yeah. 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 It's 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 a good it was a good year. Yeah. And, and you know, we, we talk a lot about the, oh, you know, it's my best year. I'm, I'm now a full time agency owner. And those are fantastic. But it's even the, the micro goals that are, are terrific. You know, it, it maybe I, I sold my first trip. You know, I worked with my first real client. I did, you know, all of those kinds of smaller, but every bit as important wins right. are, are so cool. And, and let's get to the chat because that's, that's where we get to hear about some of that stuff. So let's, yeah. let's hear what's, what's happening. But kind of on that note, what are your New Year's business resolutions? Um, and maybe, you know, sometimes people feel kind of funny about new year's resolutions, Uh but, but I mean, it's, it's a time to take stock and, um, what might you do differently? What are you, you know, is there anything that is going to be kind of right in front of your face the entire year? What, what, what are you going to focus on? All right. So we're going to go over to the comments. Um, all right, let's see here. Cynthia from Birmingham is saying hello from Nashville. So, no. So, just uh, not in Birmingham anymore. Uh, Happy New Year, uh, Cynthia said. Uh, And Kara is in the chat. She said, Hi, I'm making chicken pot pie in the kitchen for our belated family Christmas gathering tonight. Um, Sounds like fun. Yeah. Uh, and Stephanie with an F said, hello, Friday and almost goodbye to 2022. What a year. (laughs) What a year. That's right. Uh, and Debbie, who also was a winner last week. Uh, uh, hello, happy Friday and happy new year from Sequim, Sequim, Washington. I hope I got that right. From where? Sequim. Sequim. Yes. Wow. It is. Congratulations. You've officially tongue-tied him. No, no, no. This has happened. This has been going on now for two years. Like, I, I feel I, I don't know why it scares me every time I see it. I think the first time I said it was sequin. Uh, anyway, all right, moving on, uh, uh, Debbie. I hope you were laughing. Uh, Cynthia said, win this week, another booking request, and all my year-end accounting is done. Woo! That's, that's a, a big accomplishment. Um, a lot of people, the year end accounting is still going on in March. So, um, good job there. Uh, let's see, Alan, happy Friday and happy new year. Uh, Alan said, when five trips booked last night, last night and quoted six others. That's a busy night. Nice job, Alan. Yeah. Way to go. And happy new year. Yeah. And happy new year. And Shannon said, on my way home from Jamaica, sorry, I will miss the last one of 2022. (laughs) Happy New Year, everyone. But you know, I love when people are at the airport Mm -hmm. and they they chime in just to say, hey, I'm not going to be able to to, to stay for the show. And I don't know. It's nice to hear from them, but it's also just a little, little, little rub it in. I'm, I'm going someplace awesome. Yeah, and, Shan- and you're not. Yeah, and Shannon, <laughs> Shannon does that. Shannon goes on a lot of trips. So, I will. Hey, uh, that's I, that's what we do, right? Yeah, I love it. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Kara's jumping on uh, Cynthia with the uh-huh. accounting. She says, "Ugh, I still need to finish the last two months <laughs> of the year accounting." <laughs> Kara, I will say that you are definitely not alone. Don't, don't, don't stress yeah, about that. Uh, Nate said, happy Friday from a very snowy Colorado. Um, I'm glad it's not snowing here in Atlanta. That's, I can't handle that. Uh, Teresa said, uh, hello and happy Friday. Uh, Kara said, yay, football parade commentator set up again. Yeah. Well, just wait until you see what's in store for 2023. 
I'm just saying. It's it, it's not necessarily going to be football commentator, but um, I think it's going to be fun. I think you're going to like it. Uh, Kim, hello all, happy New Year's. Do, do I get a do I get like a a Madden illustrator where I can draw on the screen and like circle things? I feel like that you're talking cool. about something that that somebody who watches sports would understand. You I kind of I kind of screen get, like you're like so, an X and yeah, I could like, like draw a little mustache on on you or yeah. But or like, or like you can say, things. You, you can say this is how you win. Yeah. yeah. I, what do they call that? A telestrator, I think. I think that's what that's called. I yeah. Somebody check me if that, I think that's what it's called. But I think we need to get. That. Or we can just plug in your iPad and uh, with an Apple pencil and make that, it work. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We can do it. Awesome. Yeah. We're gonna make that happen. In You've inspired us. Yes. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Teresa said. Uh, Hello from Fort Myers, ready to bid 2022 a fond farewell. You know what? I feel like saying goodbye to 2022 is a good time to bring out. You You got hats last yes, time. I did. And so I got hats for the New Year's show. <laughs> now, let's see if this thing fits. Uh, there was no sizing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not bad. It's not bad? All right. <laughs> there we go. So this is this is how we're gonna I say. I feel like I need music with this thing. All right. Well, like, I don't like, have that queued up, so okay. don't don't push me on that one. So let's say goodbye to 2022. <laughs> we can, I, I'm gonna leave the hat on. I did yeah. you did you notice I'm doing like full Starsky and Hutch? You, I, I Starsky and Hutch have this the 70s Kojak vibe going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, it's uh, so I'm looking down at the what's what's being broadcast on Facebook, uh -huh. and it doesn't look as cute as it felt uh, <laughs> doing it with the hat. Uh, so anyway, uh, Tanya said hello from Apple Valley, Minnesota. Um, yes. Lisa said hello and happy New Year's Eve, Eve. Beautiful sunny degrees and sunny uh, and a sunny day in Florida. Nice. Um, sounds very nice right now, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Um, You're making just, us all very jealous. Yes. Uh, lots of Happy New Year's, Tanya, Emily. Happy Friday, y'all. Uh, our Deborah, um, she said, Happy Friday, Tropical Quest Network, fam, bam, and Happy New Year. I love that, that Deborah does a little fam, bam <laughs> action. I like that. Uh, Brian, Happy Friday, Happy New Year. I, okay, are people just like really trying to rub this in? Kathy said, "Happy Friday from this beautiful seventy-degree afternoon in New Hampshire." Although in New Hampshire this time of year, I think seventy degrees would be. It's seventy degrees in New Hampshire right yeah. now. Happy! Wow, they're gonna have a very happy New Year. You sure it didn't say seven? No, it's seventy. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. I had no idea it was that warm up there today. Well, that's um, beautiful. Uh. Rebecca said, happy Aloha Friday, and Alo can you do Hawaiian? Aloha ma Makahaki. Ma <laughs> All right, Rebecca, that's not fair. It's just not fair to do I'm not that. even going to try. Yeah, uh, all right. Well, I tried, and um, yeah, You, you gave fine. it a good effort. Yeah. All right, so Constance said, my New Year's business resolution is just more self-marketing and putting myself out there. I think yeah. that's a, a very good resolution. And it, I it is. I, li I like that she put self, like put yes. myself out there. Yes. Because that's that's really where you can <clears throat> where you can get some equity. I think so. And it's I don't know if you feel this way, but a lot of a lot of advisor marketing, agency marketing, um, sometimes we try to overcomplicate things, right? Yeah. And a lot of successful advisor and agency marketing comes down to consistency and just doing small things consistently. Mm -hmm. And so by just saying, I'm going to work on putting myself out there more regularly, I, I think just that, that simple kind of um, recognition of that you're going to make an effort to, to do that. And it's not, oh, I'm going to look for some fancy strategy or new tool. Yeah. I think that is is really terrific. Um, and I think it will, will produce great results for you. Right. You know, do, do you, do and you it's, agree it, with that? Or, and, it, or, and it's a mindset. It's a mindset, right. too. So if you're in that mindset, 
where you're saying, I'm going to promote myself. From there, you can support a business. Like right. you start to, if, if, if it's like, I'm going to do more Facebook advertising, or I'm going to do this, and those are great tactics. Mm -hmm. But the mindset, if you put it square right there on you, that's where you're going to win. Yep. So love it, love it, love it. Um, uh, Teresa said, I just had my first agent profiler cl client. Oh, cool. Yes. Good job there. Are we doing hats off? We can. Well, I, I, we I started back to. On. Yeah, we can maybe pull them back. You know, you can wear it. No, it's, it's but okay. I just kind of felt silly for a second there. Yeah, I know, especially when you're like saying something, <laughs> like something really serious, meaningful, right? like like constant. Right. You're really on to something. And I look here. at the monitor and I have this goofy sequence hat on. Yeah, I'm like okay, who's, who's going to take me seriously wearing that? <laughs> yes. Well, Constance will because well, she's used to she's 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 okay with that. Okay, she accepts you. Cynthia Great. said, uh, uh, "Hers is to yeah. work smarter, not harder." Get on camera because I don't know. I don't know. Start my YouTube channel and book a hundred thousand dollars in sales. Cool. Let's see. Get on camera because I don't know. Start my. I, there might be some typos in there, but basically, she's going to get on camera. She's going to put herself out there, YouTube it, and she's setting a goal for a hundred k in sales. That's awesome. Yeah, that is that is really awesome. Um, all right. We're going to come back to the comments. We got a little distracted because we want to make sure that we have um, time for everything. Okay. Um, so we're going to come back to them. So keep on putting in your New Year's business resolutions because we'd love to talk about them. But we want to break now to the interview, uh, the member conversation, not just an interview, uh, with Kara that you filmed earlier. So um, yeah. So we're going to go to go to that if I can make sure that I don't mess it up. Here we go. Hey, welcome to another weekly chatter conversation. Uh, this week's guest is someone who's been around Travel Quest Network for a little while. And those of you who have been around with us for a little while, I'm sure know her. I'm very excited to bring on Kara Brown from Experience Culture Travel. Let's see if we can get her in here. Kara, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Welcome to the Weekly Chatter. It's awesome to have you here. Thanks. It's great to be here. So tell everybody a little bit about your agency. So like you said, I own Experience Culture Travel. I've been uh, the owner of that and, you know, the one that came up with it, I guess, uh, for about six years now. And it's more of a extension of me, I guess, than some people's businesses um, because it's really just everything I like about travel. And that's all I choose to do if i like it then i will plan it for you but otherwise like cruises not always a big fan of that so i i send all my referrals to other people but experience culture travel uh -huh. is all about getting past the consumerism of travel and into like experiencing what it actually is like in the destination um to see the day-to-day -to, -day, to go past the normal tourist traps and see the backstage things and off the beaten track so that's what i try to reach it even if they also want to see mainly the main things i'll still get them a couple things in their itinerary that are unusual i love that care because that's probably my favorite thing about traveling is is literally i try to especially when it's my wife and i maybe not so much when i'm with my my, my kids but if it's just my wife and i i love to find a way that we can get lost and try to find our way back uh, because almost every time when we, when we do that is that's when we discover something we never would have expected, and it's 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 just the most fun. So as you're working with your clients, how do you how do you so how do you go about actually getting them into that that real experience of what it's like to to be in those destinations? Because I agree that's that is the coolest thing about about travel in, in my opinion. How do you do that? So it's all about having the suppliers that can do that for you and. Um, what I've been doing in the last two years, basically since COVID, is really cultivating my relationship with more um, small suppliers or that, like ones that are DMCs that are just in one country or just in a region, um, because they typically have those really like granular relationships with 
you know, a person that would love to have people into their home and, and cook dinner for them or, you know, things like, like that, uh, a larger supplier like Delta Vacations, they, they just don't have the capacity to, to that granular level. Right. So most of their right. um, activities and things are more of the, like the, hey, you're getting off of a, a cruise ship or you're getting out of this and you're just going to do something with, you know, loads of other people. Um, and nothing against that. That's, you know, what people want often um, but really to get to the level that of off the beaten track that I like to provide for my clients it's going to those local DMCs that are you know we only service Colombia or we only service you know Belize or whatever it is and um, asking them okay my client really would love it if they could interact with somebody like just somebody that lives there you know and maybe that means learning how they cook them Maybe that means having them go with them and talk more about how they see something in the city versus just like a tour guide talking about it. Um, but having those those relationships and knowing which suppliers kind of are more in the niche because some of them too, like the GMCs, they some of them prefer to do some of those bigger tours anyway, and so right. they might be just to Columbia or whatever. I'm just saying that because that's one of my favorite ones. But they might just be a Columbia DMC, but they're still doing those big orders and the, you know, the ones that I could get through Delta Vacations or I could get through American Airlines Vacations or whatever. Um, right. So okay. This is, this, is, this is so inter interesting to me. I have so many questions for you on this. So when, when you get a new client, do you find most of your new clients are seeking out these kinds of experiences? I mean, are they drawn to you for this or are you recommending these kinds of experiences to them and maybe they weren't expecting it coming in? I would say probably 60 to 70% of my clients come to me because they read my bios and they read like my agent profiler where it says that's what I want to do and that's what I'll do. Right. Um, or they are seeking out locations and destinations that the average travel agent maybe like get a lot of requests for. So they're not specialists, right. not been there themselves. So Colombia is one, you know, a lot of people think of like narcos and Colombia is like, oh, it's safe. <laughs> I've been there. It's pretty dang safe, you know, and like, don't go in the deep jungles and then you pretty, pretty fine, you know, like, or like I just went to Cuba. And so I've just gotten a slew of people that now see on my agent profiler or on my site or, you know, on Facebook that I've been to Cuba, that it's possible. And then and it was really, uh, you know, an experience, not just like, oh, yeah, I checked the box. I have a picture in front of the classic car. So here, uh -huh. 70% right. are finding me. And then the other 30 or 40%, whatever it is, um, yeah, I try to matter it in. I don't force it. I mean, if somebody comes to right. me and they, they sincerely just want to sit on the beach in Mexico at all inclusive, great. Uh -huh. I can deal with that. I've done that, you know, it's fine. That's, that's, that's the type of vacation that is necessary too for people, you know, that's sure. relaxing. Sure. Um, but I at least give them a few options for, you know, tours like, Hey, but if you did want to get off the resort, check this out. And I'd say probably 50% so, of them take it up. Okay. So th those people who, especially I'm interested in, in those people who, who come to you with, with maybe that not, that not in mind and, and you recommend, one of these kind of immersive experiences. What what are they? What's their response when they get back? And, and how how do they talk to you about those kinds of experiences? Usually, um, they are like, "That was amazing! I can't believe we didn't know about that." Or like, I just had um, you know an old coder of mine. They they um, were going on their honeymoon and they went to Belize, mm -hmm. and so I used. DMC in Belize, memorable Belize, and um, they have some really great options to do like um, chocolate, make, like learn how to make chocolate. And you're kind of just like a small group, just learning from the people who are making the chocolate. And they're like grinding the cacao beans, and and they were like, this cool. this was amazing. Like they didn't know it. So most of the time, people are really excited about it. I don't think I've ever had anyone that was negative. You know, either they just don't say anything. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's so cool i have to think that that <clears throat> when they have that experience that they come back to you thinking well kara is special like she has connections she she gave me something completely unique and they i would think they're like long-term customers at that point 
it, so is far, that the case? most of the people that are going places that are unique places have come back. Like I have yeah. quite a few customers that are like, oh yeah, okay, we went to the Galapagos last year. Now we're going to Belize and now we want to go somewhere else. Like, can you help us? Like, sure. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, like, yeah, most of my customers, I'd say, come back. Whether it's, you know, next year or not, that's a different question. Because a lot of these yeah. trips are sometimes bigger dollar amount trips than, right. you know, like yeah. sitting on the beach. Um, not right. just actually sitting on the beach can be really expensive. I'm finding it out on my own trip. <laughs> 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 this much. Well, I can, it's fine, it's fine. It's nothing. <laughs> so you, we talked, you talked a little bit about destinations. You mentioned some Central and South America destinations. What kind of destinations does your agency specialize in, if at all? I I have specialties in South America and things where I've done the training or I've been there uh-huh. and I have more maybe with some of the MCs, yeah. um, but I don't exclude anywhere. Like I've sent people to Australia. I've sent, I have people going to Thailand. You know, it's like all over uh-huh. the world. Um, I don't exclude any destinations uh, aside from Disney World. I have no desire to do Disney World at all. <laughs> I feel if you're going to go to Disney World, like as a consumer, you've got this like pie in the sky, pink rose glasses, whatever, like this magical experience. And I have no idea how to present that or make that for you because I've been right. to Disney World a grand total of one time as an adult. And so it doesn't seem like it's in either of our best interests. So I don't do Disney World. But otherwise, <laughs> any destination I will do. And, you know, I tell them I'm, I'm up front if they ask me and they say, have you ever sent anyone or been here? If the answer is no, I say no, but I have a vast yeah. network of colleagues that I can ask. I have plenty of places to get trained. You know, I can get, go through the tourism board and find like local TNCs. It's not a hard thing. That's what, that's why you're paying me to do it though, so that you don't have right. to do it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, as, as all of the the Disney specialists out there, uh, as they'll say, that is a different uh, product and, and one that definitely aligns to to specialization. So your honesty, I'm sure. I, is I send all like my clients come to me and they're like, I want to go to Disney World, and I'm like, I have right. a perfect travel agent for you. Here's their name. <laughs> it's not mine. <laughs> so you, you said you got it. You you've been in travel for six years now, right? Mm-hmm. How did you How did you get into travel? What 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 brought you to to travel? Well, I always wanted to be a travel agent since I was like close to an adult, but I, like many people out there, thought they were a dying breed, and so I just didn't pursue it and whatever. Um, but my love of travel was way back from when, when I was a kid. Mom took me to England twice. I was lucky. And the first time, she's a single parent, and it was me, my mom, and my grandma, and I was just bored to tears because she just wanted to see all of the castles and the royalty, and I couldn't hear <laughs> less. Um, but the second time she learned her lesson and she put me into an English day camp, you know, and like, so she would drop oh. me out in the morning and then go wherever she was going to go and then come back, you know, four or 5 PM, pick me up. I had the best time. I learned how to play cricket. I ate like these candies that they had that were different than the ones that we had. I, you know, played with friends that I made. It was great. Uh-huh. And you got to see everything. But that was like an immersive experience, you know, that was me and the locals. And so even from back then, it's been something that's been like, well, I don't want to just go and take a tour. I want to talk to people who live here and see what it's like. And so I've always tried to do that. And um, and after college, I found host agency review com and figured out oh travel agents are just working from home got it and then found travel quest and here i am that's awesome and and before before our um uh session here you, you shared some some news with me that's pretty exciting what, what was that well as of today actually i am a full-time travel agent i no longer work for corporate america although i like to make corporate job in mind it's just this is better and um, so that's today, full time, full steam, everything on the line. Woo! That is fantastic. I am so happy for you and proud of you that you've been working at this for, for a while now. And I think that's so awesome that you've been able to make that, that big leap. And today's the day. I had no idea when we, when we scheduled our time for today. I had no idea that that, that, was, that was happening today. So I feel, I feel special that you're 
you're sharing that here kind of like live. <laughs> it's awesome. I, I do I, like Travel West and that it helped me because, you know, in the six years that I've been a travel agent, I had a kid already who was a baby. She's, she was like on one and a half when I started the business. And then I had uh -huh. another kid in that time frame. And so, you know, up until probably two years ago, I wasn't full steam ahead by any, I was like chugging real slow back here. I was not yeah. even putting my, pet up, my foot to the floor. I was just going what your car goes when you don't put anything on you're not ready to. and right. that was on purpose you know like like yeah. Josh always says it takes a while for you know your SEO to kind of get going mm -hmm. and so just having mm -hmm. a website having social media presence that's what I was focused on then is like making sure I website making sure I understood what I needed to be doing as a travel agent and I wasn't so focused on getting more clients you know like that fast and then mm -hmm. You know, my kids got a little older. I've got a four-year-old is now four and a half. And uh -huh. um, so it got more and more time available to to devote to this. And so I, I would say in the last year, year and a half, has really been, okay, I'm really pushing for this this today goal of being a full-time uh -huh. travel agent. But at the beginning, I wasn't. And I think it's great because Travel Quest there's so many members, there's so many people that are on different paths that it didn't make yeah. me feel like I was, uh, you know, like less than, I guess. You know, I well, was course, on right. my own path and, you know, other people are on the fast path and that's great. But, you know, right. I don't know. I just want to say that for anybody who's out there that maybe is in the same situation as me or similar where you're not really heading like full steam ahead, it's okay. Like you have your goals and just make sure you're hitting your own goals. That, that's right. It's well said. And I think it's an, it is an important message because, you know, everybody's in a different season of life, right? There's, there's always something um, going on. And, and some people are in, are in a time of life where you have more time and, and can, can dedicate it to it. And, and others are, are not. And, and as you said, that's okay. Um, yeah. So I think it's, that's, that's really cool that you pointed that out because it's absolutely the case. Um, and I'm just so happy for you. that. I'm, congratulations. I know you've worked really hard. Thank you. Um, and and good things are in store. So let me ask you. Yeah, I, I you know you you talked a little bit about you know immersive experiences. Um, what's the, what's that destination that's on that's on your bucket list or that experience that's on your bucket list? Where where are you looking to go? If you can go anywhere, well, I have I have a lot. I mean, I'm sure everyone has a lot. <laughs> but, um, my probably top top two. Right now, yeah. I would really love to go to Turkey and to like experience um, more than just Istanbul, like you know, outside and both continents. That seems really cool to me. Uh -huh. um, yeah, it does. And then I also would love to do a safari in Africa. And I'm I'm going to apply for a fam. I, I have applied, I guess, um, for September. I'm a little worried. Um, because it's like 10 days and that that's pushing the limit for my youngest anyway to be away from yeah. me but yeah I think it would be that worth it because that would open the door for clients to see that I've met to Africa and then you know have all of those yeah. awesome opportunities for them as well well I, I I hope I hope you can do that because a safari product is is one of those things that um, gosh, talk about you know uh, a story per minute, um, because that that whole that whole um, region of the world and so and the product is so unique and yeah. it's so it's so memorable. And I think uh, anybody who can experience that, and if you have a desire, especially to sell that product, that would be yeah. um, so so valuable to you. So I, I hope that that works out, and I would encourage you to do it if you can. Yeah, um, fingers are crossed. I'm waiting for the tourism yeah. board. So, so tell us, you know, just to, to, to wrap up here, um, you know, what you, you gave a, a piece of advice to, to people who, who might be, you know, in that stage where they're, they're, they're slowly developing their business. Would you, is there any other advice you'd give to those people who are either new to the industry or to those people who, you know, are still on that journey as, as they're working to, you know, slowly build their business, you know, from a part-time, maybe even started as a hobby and now it's, becoming a, a real business for them. Is there any advice that you, that you would share from your journey? I would say some of the, the best changes that I've made in just the last couple of years is um, going to conferences that are outside of travel leaders, like 
umbrella. So um, even if they're virtual, I've been to a lot of virtual ones, but like low, like destination conferences and things, because you'll meet people who are not hosted agents and you get to talking to them and networking with them. And it's an interesting difference, you know, and, and to be able to see both sides of the fence and kind of understand, okay, well, how do they do things? How do I do things? Are there best practices that they can show me that they're able to do that, you know, I can incorporate and kind of getting perspective. And then a lot of times for those, it's very seasoned agents going because they are going to get certain knowledge or to get certain, you know, connections with suppliers. And mm -hmm. so they can have right. 20 years under their belt or 30 sometimes mm -hmm. to be able to give you more advice on, you know, thing, trends to stay away from or to do or whatever. Um, so I, I've been happy with like the networking that I've done that even outside of travel, like travel quest is great. That's my favorite thing is networking with people within travel quest, but then outside of it too is, you know, getting more perspectives. Yeah, absolutely. In here. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's funny. The longer that you're in the industry, the, the, the bigger you realize it is. And the more you realize it's impossible to know everything and it's impossible yeah. to specialize in everything. Um, and I think that's, 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 you know, good, it's good advice. You know, the more you, the more exposure you can give um, yourself to, to different aspects of the industry, different, different people in the industry, it does nothing but, but help you um, in, in yeah. the end. So I think that's great advice. That's great advice. Anything else you want to share before we, we send it back over to the weekly chatter? Um, no, I love you guys. Where can, <laughs> we love you, Kara. Where where can people check out uh, your website or any, any social media you want to promote? Yeah, so my website is www.experienceculturetravel.com. And on Instagram and on Facebook, it's, um, you know, Experience Culture is the, the last bit. It'll be, you know, Facebook.com slash Experience Culture, whatever they call it, handle or something. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Whatever. Yes, can correct me. I'm sure he's in right now, ready to correct me. <laughs> well, Kara, I loved having you on the weekly chatter conversation. I thank you for joining me, and and I hope we get to talk to you again soon. And have a great, great success as a full time travel advisor, agency owner. I again, I'm so happy for you. I'm so excited for you. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jason. All right, we'll see you. All right, let's send it back over to the weekly chatter. Oh, Kara. <laughs> I mum's the word. That's Isn't so she good. fun though? She's she's so much fun. And uh, do you remember when uh, I was in Universal? Uh, she uh -huh. and I uh, got to do the weekly chatter together. That's right. And uh, yes, she, you know I. I've been in television for a little while, uh -huh. um, and you you have a strict schedule, and people don't just like show up at the last minute for for uh, a live. They don't. Yeah, a live stream. Uh, but Kara did. She was waiting for a delivery, uh, like food delivery, and uh, that kind of made me a little nervous. Um, and just the reason why I bring this up is because he does it to me all the time. So uh, I'm like, hey, we're starting. We're starting. Uh, anyway, that was a fantastic conversation. I love Kara, um, and I, I'm so happy for her. Cool? I saw her social media post where she said, this is my last day. It's bittersweet. But... I'm following my dreams. It's um, so awesome, isn't it? It is so awesome. Yeah. Um, and just so you know, uh, Bill and Denise, who are joining us uh, on the YouTube channel, uh, yes, I, I, we can see the chat over there, um, but I, the members Facebook group, I monitor the comments from my phone. It's just a weird tech thing. Uh, but I see you there, and I'm glad that you're tuned in and watching us on YouTube. Um, and sorry that the audio was a little choppy on um, Karazin, but I think you got the message. She's pretty cool, and she's got, yeah. and she doesn't do Disney. That's right. Got, yeah. And I, I meant to ask her, but I'm just picturing like you know, what she said at the top that she only sells stuff that she likes. I'm picturing, you know, so someone says they want to go so, so something, and she's like, no, I don't like that. I'm not booking that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do not get out of bed for that. No, yeah. that's that's not what I mean. But I love that she she sells what she is passionate about, and I, I mean, we talk about this all the time. All the time, there is no substitute for a personal passion connection. It's a big part of our 
niche selection process is is your personal connection and for every successful advisor every successful agency owner that personal connection that passion is it's really one of those key success drivers and it, it has to be there sure. um and you know here's another case in point yeah it comes through when you're speaking if you if you're passionate Absolutely. about something it comes through and that that really is the difference in someone who is successful and someone who's struggling yeah um is, is that ability now We've 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 got Velma in the green room. All right. So we're gonna Velma. Uh, are you are you there? Yes, I am. <laughs> well, it's it's good to see you. Well, it's good to see both of you. Um, I don't have a fancy hat. Sorry, I put some flowers out. You know, with a little silver ball for New Year's. So um, it's. It. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to believe we're at the end of the year, but you know what? The members they're still going strong. They're they're not letting things slide here at the end. Uh, we had some really good sales with great revenue, and Jason always wants me to remind people these numbers are revenue. This is not sales. So, in the number three spot, mission dollars in the bank, right? Right. That's Mama? right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Number three spot, $13,461. And, you know, one of the things the members are telling me that they really enjoy about hearing these numbers is when I tell them, how did that happen? What yeah. what makes up these numbers? So in this uh, particular member, um, they only sold three products to earn that, Delta Vacations, FunJet, and Sandals. And it, and it really wasn't that many sales, but some high-dollar bookings made up that the figure nice. yeah and then in number two eighteen thousand seven hundred and fifty six sorry go ahead go ahead <laughs> what'd you say go ahead go ahead <laughs> the number two spot revenue uh was eighteen thousand seven hundred fifty six this was carnival NCL and Royal Caribbean, just just three suppliers, and uh, they had a very good revenue week. Then, uh, drum roll, please, for number one. $26,328. And this, uh, this member's revenue week was, once again, only three suppliers. Royal Caribbean, NCL, and Viking River. However, two-thirds of that total figure was Royal Caribbean. So um, I'm, I have a feeling that was uh, maybe a, a, a group, but great revenue, great revenue for just, you know, not that many bookings to make that up. And uh, I, I like it when they work smarter and not harder and bring that money in. Um and so speaking of bringing money in, I wanted to point out something. Um, I've been blocking space with the cruise lines and I've got space blo blocked through 2023. But I have started this past week, I've been working on researching interesting Alaska cruise tours. Mm -hmm. And I have started blocking space with Princess for 2024. Nice. So you might be wondering why is she doing that? We haven't even got to 2023. What is, what is she up to? Has she lost it? What's going on? Okay. This is what's going on. This is, this is what happens with Alaska. You have customers that go on Alaska 2023 and they have a fabulous time. Everyone has a fabulous time in Alaska. That's just the way it is. They come back, you call them, you know, the next week after they're home and say, how was it? They are so excited. This is the time you say, you know what? You loved it. I've got some space. I've got blocked. We could, you know, book you and some of your relatives and you can take friends for 2024 and you have a whole year to pay on it. It's like Alaska on layaway. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Joshua. <laughs> Layaway's big in the South. That's right. <laughs> So that's why, that's why, you know, 
it's uh, I noticed in, in the chat that one of the members was talking about she's so excited because she's got bookings through 23, 24. And it's a good feeling to have that those sales just there in, in, the, in the file drawer. And all you have to do is collect the money when it comes due. So that's why it's important when you've got customers that went on a trip that you handled and they had a fabulous time, hit it hard. Get them to go again. Get something else booked. And Alaska has a high revenue. So that that's why I'm doing this. So the, and, the, the cruise tour products in, in 24 that you blocked, uh, mm-hmm. just, tell us a little about those for those people who don't know what a cruise tour is. Oh, okay. Um, well, these are seven-night sailings. And up to now, everything I have blocked so far goes to on the land portion first. So they're flying into either Anchorage or Fairbanks, mm-hmm. and they're going to do a three or four night land tour. Um, all of the ones I've booked are going to go to Denali National Park for at least one night. Cool. I'm kind of mixing it up a little bit. And um, people tend to like to do the land first and then relax on the cruise second. Right. Now, there's another way of thinking. A lot of people say, well, you know what? I, sh- I should cruise first and I eat all that food and then I'm more active at the end and maybe I'll lose some weight. So there's two ways to look at this. But anyway, I'm starting out land first, then the cruise. Uh-huh. And um, I so far, every sailing I've included includes Glacier Bay. Have you all been to Glacier Bay National Park? I've never been to Alaska. I went. A long time ago, and I'm due okay. to go again because. Okay. Yes, you are. Yes, yeah. you are. And Joshua, we've got to get you up to Alaska. We that's that's kind of a must. So, the reason I'm including Glacier Bay National Park is that a lot of people that's their bucket list. They want to go to every national park, and the only way to go to that one is on a cruise. And Princess has this great program where they bring the park ranger on board the ship that day. And he points out everything all around in that Glacier Bay park in that area. And he'll stamp your national parks passport. You know, a lot of people, that's a, that's a deal for them. They, they want to have those stamps right. and have a full parks passport. So, so far that's what I've been blocking space on. And um, early, Next year, I'm going to do some training, and we're going to talk about cruise tours and um, how to add flights to those and at what what points you add the flights and right. how to do pre and post. So anyway, um, but, but to get the most out of my training, I'm really asking the members to go to one source, uh, sign in, go to marketing and brochures and order at least one file copy of the Alaska 2023 uh, because it's the cruise tours. There's so many choices. It's really helpful to be looking at the brochure when we're discussing these itineraries. Mm-hmm. So good tip. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so be coming out early 23. Do what? The training what be coming out in yes. early 2023. Yes. Um, I want to try to do that uh, really soon because it's it's time. You know, yep. Alaska is selling right now. Yes, and is. then the last thing I want to talk about is um, if you have a group that you have already blocked and it's not selling, not selling as you know very well, and you want to open it up for the other members, contact me and I'll help you get that open and make it an open public group so you can get some more of that space sold. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, Velma, uh, people are giving you lots of cheers uh, in in the comments. So um, thank you, as always, for not only bringing us numbers, but bringing the the analysis as well. (laughs) And now the the cruise tours. This is exciting. Love it. Yes. All right. You're kicking 2023 off with a bang. Yes, I'm trying. I want I want uh, I wanted to kick it off with money in the bank. There you go. I like it. All Make right. that paper. Right. We will see you in 2023. Happy Thank New you. Year, Bella. Happy New Year. Bye. <laughs> I love her. Me and too. so does everybody in the chat. And uh, there was a question uh, again, you know, we, sometimes we forget 
um, when Velma is reading off those top three positions, that those are the invoiced sales um, for it's the revenue, the anticipated revenue um, for that past week. So it hasn't it hasn't traveled yet. It's, it's the commission they they booked during the week. Yes. So just to, 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 to make sure that everyone understands that. All right. Um, all right. Lots of people commenting, 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 commenting. Yeah, commenting. Sure. That's, that's a thing. But uh, why don't we move over to headlines? All right. Yeah. He's got, he's got cards. <clears throat> I love doing this live with him. Helps if they're not upside down. I, I so that's it, good. it was, a, it was a, a bit of a slow news week, which is to be expected, right? Tucked between. Christmas and New Year's that you know there's not a, a lot of news stories uh, other than of course all of the flight cancellations and some of those things um, that have been in the news but uh, the one you know the only kind of news that comes out this week is the news that people don't want you to hear <laughs> so this is the week that um, for those who haven't heard uh, American Airlines decided that they were going to at the end of the year they're going to end their domestic commission program so this doesn't impact our, our, our great commission program on you know, the, the transcontinental and, and some of those uh, international routes, uh, but they are ending their domestic commission program, which, which is unfortunate. We're still um, working to, to negotiate on that, but right now that, that is their stance. So that's a bit of news that we can, you know, just, you know, they, they put it out there hoping to bury it, but we want to let you know. Um, you know, Europe is, is big in the news, right? It's big in what we're selling as a network it's big and what you know a lot of uh, customers are looking for um, and Europe continues to um, put in new regulations for just about everything I mean everything from mandating what the you know what kind of power cord Apple is gonna sell have you seen that yeah, right yeah. so they're they're going to that USB-C anyway so um, they're, they're putting a, a new tax essentially on anyone um, landing in Europe so starting I think it's in November or so um, you're gonna have, everyone who lands into Europe is going to have to pay a seven euro tax. So it's not a lot, but you know it, it adds to to the cost of, of visiting Europe. Um, and they figure they have some of the, the top demand destinations. Why not you know collect a few euros? Um, but they're also going to start requiring fingerprints for every entrant. And some say that could you know in, in some depending on the airport you land into into Europe, it, it can be a bit of a wait to go through immigration. Um, and and some are saying that could make that wait time you know double. Oh god! <clears throat> so that's not a real excitement. See, it's all the news nobody wants this week. Yeah, I, I I I I for the first time ever last year or this year, I changed planes or I I, I had a layover. Sorry, in uh, Charles de Gaulle. Uh huh. And every single travel professional I know afterwards said <laughs> they, why? Themselves they, were, the they were like what why would you ever do that it was <laughs> I felt like I was at a farmer's market when all the fresh produce came in it was a mess <laughs> so if you're gonna tell me that I gotta do fingerprints <clears throat> yeah yeah I, I will choose my airport wisely so more info coming on that but that, that's interesting now we're, we're about ready to go into the new year right mm -hmm. and so a lot of people want to know what is the market going to be like next year? Is is twenty three going to be a big travel year or not? And I'm doing your crystal I'm, ball. I, yeah. So a lot of people think, and I tend to agree with them, that twenty twenty three. We've said twenty nineteen was a banner year. Twenty twenty two banner year. Twenty twenty three is shaping up to be even bigger than twenty two. Okay. Um, so if you're if your business is still in that, you know, you're 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 finding your footing, you're you're getting your 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 feet, right? You're getting your marketing going, you're getting your education going, um, and you didn't strike with the irons hot in 22. Um, not to fret, because I think 23 is going to be every bit as good, and maybe even better. Um, so a couple of a couple of, of interesting points that I saw this week: 25% of adults expect to travel in the next six months. Compared to the same time last year, last year it was only nineteen percent. Okay, so we're seeing that's a, a pretty big jump from yeah. nineteen up to twenty-five. Mm -hmm. um, Sixty-two percent of flight searches right now are for international destinations. Okay, this time last year only fifty-five percent. Um, and so one of the things you know, why is twenty-three going to be bigger than twenty-two? 
Um, number one, we're seeing a heck of a lot more cruise departures. Yes. Right? So right. for early earlier parts of, of 22, we still, still saw a lot of ships not in the water. Right. Um, prices are not falling, right? And demand is still there. So we're, we're not going to see huge discounting. Um, we're going to see those average transaction prices stay fairly high. Um, airfare is not going down. Airfare is go continues to go up. You know, right now uh, prices are about fifty two percent higher for twenty twenty three than than comparable times in twenty two. Yeah, uh, for yeah. domestic and twenty nine percent for international. Can they get adjusted to that? Or yeah, it, it, it's a little tough buying it. But uh, but consumers are still spending money on travel. Yeah. Right? There there is this there it, it wasn't a um pent up, you know, we talked we talked about pent up demand a lot mm -hmm. after the pandemic, right? And some were concerned that okay, once that pent up demand is released, then it's kind of we're back to to basics, right? We're back to normal. But it seems for a large portion of consumers that their mentality, that the things they value has has shifted a little bit and they are valuing travel they are valuing these experiences and they're willing to pay to pay for it um so that uh is interesting and we're also seeing in 23 asia opening we're seeing australia new zealand places that were were difficult to get to if mm -hmm. not impossible for some of them in 22 now available uh, so we're seeing, you know, big surges in demand for Australia, New Zealand, uh, places like Tokyo and Bangkok and Ho Chi Minh City and Vietnam. Um, so, you know, a lot of those kinds of places are kind of those trending destinations where, um, you know, we're still going to see strong you know, numbers going to Italy and, and France and UK and Ireland. Um, but some of those Asian, Australia, New Zealand destinations really starting to kind of top the list so that you know don't be surprised if you you're hearing that from from your clients um and just like kara said uh immerse immersive experiences continuing to be very very popular mm. right um a lot of uh, of operators um and a lot of advisors are are pushing kind of this hub and spoke idea where you you know you visit a single destination for a longer period of time and you might take day trips into into other areas kind of something very typical you might do that with historically it would be like you'd go into florence you know for and that would be your base of operations in, in tuscany for the week and you might spend a day here and a day here and a day there and let's go to siena for a day let's go to pisa for a day and kind of come back and sleep in your hotel in florence right but now taking that idea into other markets so a lot less of the you know we're going to go on a on a 10-day journey and stay in 10 different cities um people are like let's let's connect let's see what this one city is, is all about. Hmm. So that I think is, is um, a continuing trend we're going to see in 23. And this might not make some of our suppliers happy. I, and I'm, I, I hesitate whether I even want to, to, to mention this, but we, we got to keep it real, right? Yeah, you got to keep, keep it real. real. I think this is, this is kind of the bold prediction. We'll see if it, if it comes through. 2023 might be the year that we look back and say that was the year the, the traditional motor coach tour product died. Ah. That it might be the it might be we when we look back. It doesn't mean it's going away this year, it doesn't mean it's going away next year or the year after that. But the idea of I'm gonna get on the bus mm -hmm. with 40 other people mm -hmm. and we're gonna sit shoulder to shoulder and we're gonna go to 15 different cities. I, I think that that product is its best days were behind, are behind us. Okay. And so I think that's something we're going to continue to see less popular. And you're even seeing some of our great partners who, who do operate a lot of motor coach tours trying to reinvent themselves, offering some new products. Yeah. So adjusting, adjusting, pivoting a little bit. So I got one more if I have time. Uh, yeah, quickly. Quickly. Am I boring you? No, I, I just like, I, I, I know it's Friday and people want to get on with it. Okay, well, this one's kind of fun. So Carnival, right? They have Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal, their chief fun officer, I think they call him. So they, they said this week that they've um, hired Emeril Lagasse as oh, their okay. chief culinary officer. Oh, neat. So I was thinking, and they, ha they have Guy Fieri, right, who does yes, some of right. their, their on-ship on uh, restaurants. But I was just thinking, 
Like, who's next? Like, what other celebrity is Carnival going to hire? Like, is it going to be like Jimmy Buffett's going to be the chief margarita officer? Like, I don't know. It just seems like we have a collection of celebrities happening now. I don't know. I, who do you think they should hire? Like, it seems like there's a bunch of just TV personalities they could bring in and, you know, we're going to prop them up. It's going to be RuPaul. <laughs> I predict it's going to be RuPaul. Carnival's next. What, what, chief, what's RuPaul's title? Chief. Um, Is it Chief Fashion Officer? Chief Charisma Officer. Chief Charisma Officer. Yeah. Well, but, those are the headlines for the week, Joshua. That's uh, all I got. I love it. Well, we are now at the end of the show. Um, and guys, thank you so much for um, joining us and chatting. And um, so nice to see you guys in YouTube chatting. And I'm glad I can see it now. I mean, the show is expanding. The show is expanding in 2023. And um, just we, we are bringing the sparkles. <laughs> Always. And uh, just wishing you the best this weekend. Celebrate with your friends, family, your your fur babies. Just just really celebrate. Take that victory lap. We've been talking about that a lot. Take that victory lap. That's right. Um, and get ready for a fantastic 2023. You betcha. And we want to see you back here next week, 4 p.m. Eastern. If you can join us live, that's when it's best. You never know when there's surprises. Um, and if you're watching this on demand, you know, that's great too, but try to, try to make it live and, uh, we will see you soon. All right. Take care. Happy new year. <laughs>